0: Hi, I'm Regina Pauls. It's June 28, and this is the Bible in a Year with Maple City Chapel. The readings for today are 2 Kings chapters 13 and 14, Acts chapter 18, 23 through 19, verse 12, Psalm 146, and Proverbs 18, verses 2 and 3. 2 Kings 13, Jehoahaz, son of Jehu, began to rule over Israel in the 23rd year of King Joash's reign in Judah. He reigned in Samaria 17 years, but he did what was evil in the Lord's sight. He followed the example of Jeroboam, son of Nabat, continuing the sins that Jeroboam had led Israel to commit. So the Lord was very angry with Israel, and he allowed King Hazael of Aram and his son Ben-Hadad to defeat them repeatedly then jehoahaz prayed for the lord's help and the lord heard his prayer for he could see how severely the king of aram was oppressing israel so the lord provided someone to rescue the israelites from the tyranny of the arameans then israel lived in safety again as they had in former days but they continued to sin following the evil example of jeroboam they also allowed the asherah pole in samaria to remain standing Finally, Jehoahaz's army was reduced to 50 charioteers, 10 chariots, and 10,000 foot soldiers. The king of Aram had killed the others, trampling them like dust under his feet. The rest of the events in Jehoahaz's reign, everything he did, and the extent of his power are recorded in the book of the history of the kings of Israel. When Jehoahaz died, he was buried in Samaria. Then his son Jehoash became the next king. Jehoash, son of Jehoahaz, began to rule over Israel in the 37th year of King Joash's reign in Judah. He reigned in Samaria 16 years, but he did what was evil in the Lord's sight. He refused to turn from the sins that Jeroboam, son of Nabat, had led Israel to commit. The rest of the events in Jehoash's reign and everything he did, including the extent of his power and his war with King Amaziah of Judah, are recorded in the book of the history of the kings of Israel. When Jehoash died, he was buried in Samaria with the kings of Israel. Then his son Jeroboam II became the next king. When Elisha was in his last illness, King Jehoash of Israel visited him and wept over him. My father, my father, I see the chariots and charioteers of Israel, he cried. Elisha told him, get a bow and some arrows, and the king did as he was told. Elisha told him, put your hand on the bow, and Elisha laid his own hands on the king's hands. Then he commanded, open that eastern window, and he opened it. Then he said, shoot, so he shot an arrow. Elisha proclaimed, this is the Lord's arrow, an arrow of victory over Aram, for you will completely completely conquer the Arameans at Aphek. Then he said, now pick up the other arrows and strike them against the ground. So the king picked them up and struck the ground three times. But the man of God was angry with him. You should have struck the ground five or six times, he exclaimed. Then you would have beaten Aram until it was entirely destroyed. Now you will be victorious only three times. Then Elisha died and was buried. Groups of Moabite raiders used to invade, used to invade the land each spring. Once, when some Israelites were burying a man, they spied a band of these raiders. So they hastily threw the corpse into the tomb of Elisha and fled. But as soon as the body touched Elisha's bones, the dead man revived and jumped to his feet. King Hazael of Aram had oppressed Israel during the entire reign of King Jehoahaz, But the Lord was gracious and merciful to the people of Israel, and they were not totally destroyed. He pitied them because of his covenant with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and to this day he still has not completely destroyed them or banished them from his presence. King Hazael of Aram died, and his son Ben-Hadad became the next king. Then Jehoash son of Jehoahaz recaptured from Ben-Hadad son of Hazael the towns that had been taken from Jehoash's father Jehoahaz. Jehoash defeated Ben-Hadad on three occasions, and he recovered the Israelite towns. Chapter 14 Amaziah, son of Joash, began to rule over Judah in the second year of the reign of King Jehoash of Israel. Amaziah was twenty-five years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem twenty-nine years. His mother was Jehoadan from Jerusalem. Amaziah did what was pleasing in the Lord's sight— but not like his ancestor David. Instead, he followed the example of his father, Joash. Amaziah did not destroy the pagan shrines, and the people still offered sacrifices and burned incense there. When Amaziah was well established as king, he executed the officials who had assassinated his father. However, he did not kill the children of the assassins, for he obeyed the command of the Lord as written by Moses in the book of the law. Parents must not be put to death for the sins of their children, nor children for the sins of their parents. Those deserving to die must be put to death for their own crimes. Amaziah also killed 10,000 Edomites in the Valley of Salt. He also conquered Selah and changed its name to Juktil, as it is called to this day. One day, Amaziah sent messengers with this challenge to Israel's king Jehoash, the son of Jehoahaz and grandson of Jehu. Come and meet me in battle. But King Jehoash of Israel replied to King Amaziah of Judah with this story. Out in the Lebanon mountains, a thistle sent a message to a mighty cedar tree. Give your daughter in marriage to my son. But just then, a wild animal of Lebanon came by and stepped on the thistle, crushing it. You have indeed defeated Edom, and you are proud of it, but be content with your victory and stay at home. Why stir up trouble that will only bring disaster on you and the people of Judah?" But Amaziah refused to listen, so King Jehoash of Israel mobilized his army against King Amaziah of Judah. The two armies drew up their battle lines at Beth Shemesh in Judah. Judah was routed by the army of Israel, and its army scattered and fled for home. King Jehoash of Israel captured Judah's king, Amaziah, son of Joash and grandson of Ahaziah, at Beth Then he marched to Jerusalem, where he demolished 600 feet of Jerusalem's wall from the Ephraim gate to the corner gate. And he carried off all the gold and silver and all the articles from the temple of the Lord. He also seized the treasures from the royal palace, along with hostages, and then returned to Samaria. The rest of the events in Jehoash's reign and everything he did, including the extent of his power and his war with King Amaziah of Judah, are recorded in the Book of the History of the Kings of Israel. When Jehoash died, he was buried in Samaria with the kings of Israel, and his son Jeroboam the second became the next king. King Amaziah of Judah lived for fifteen years after the death of King Jehoash of Israel, The rest of the events in Amaziah's reign are recorded in the Book of the History of the Kings of Judah. There was a conspiracy against Amaziah's life in Jerusalem and he fled to Lachish, but his enemies sent assassins after him, and they killed him there. They brought his body back to Jerusalem on a horse, and he was buried with his ancestors in the city of David. All the people of Judah had crowned Amaziah's sixteen-year-old son, Uzziah, as king in place of his father, Amaziah. After his father's death, Uzziah rebuilt the town of Eloth and restored it to Judah. Jeroboam II, the son of Jehoash, began to rule over Israel in the fifteenth year of King Amaziah's reign in Judah. He reigned in Samaria forty-one years. He did what was evil in the Lord's sight. He refused to turn from the sins that Jeroboam, son of Nebat, had led Israel to commit, Jeroboam II recovered the territories of Israel between Labo Hamath and the Dead Sea, just as the Lord, the God of Israel, had promised through Jonah, son of Amittai, the prophet from gath Hepher. For the Lord saw the bitter suffering of everyone in Israel, and that there was no one in Israel, slave or free, to help them. And because the Lord had not said he would blot out the name of Israel completely, he used Jeroboam the second, son of Jehoash, to save them. The rest of the events in the reign of Jeroboam the second, and everything he did, including the extent of his power, his wars, and how he recovered for Israel both Damascus and Hamath, which had belonged to Judah, are recorded in the Book of the History of the Kings of Israel. When Jeroboam II died, he was buried in Samaria with the kings of Israel. Then his son Zechariah became the next king. Acts 18 verse 23 After spending some time in Antioch, Paul went back through Galatia and Phrygia, visiting and strengthening all the believers. Meanwhile, a Jew named Apollos, an eloquent speaker who knew the scriptures well, had arrived in Ephesus from Alexandria in Egypt. He had been taught the way of the Lord and he taught others about Jesus with an enthusiastic spirit and with accuracy. However, he knew only about John's baptism. When Priscilla and Achilla heard him preaching boldly in the synagogue, they took him aside and explained the way of God even more accurately. Apollos had been thinking about going to Achaia and the brothers and sisters in Ephesus encouraged him to go. They wrote to the believers in Achaia, asking them to welcome him. When he arrived there, he proved to be of great benefit to those who, by God's grace, had believed. He refuted the Jews with powerful arguments in public debate. Using the scriptures, he explained to them that Jesus was the Messiah. Acts 19, verses 1-12 through While Apollos was in Corinth, Paul traveled through the interior regions until he reached Ephesus, on the coast, where he found several believers. Did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? He asked them. No, they replied, we haven't even heard that there is a Holy Spirit. Then what baptism did you experience? He asked, and they replied, the baptism of John. Paul said, John's baptism called for repentance from sin, but John himself told the people to believe in the one who would come later, meaning Jesus. As soon as they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Then, when Paul laid his hands on them, the Holy Spirit came on them, and they spoke in other tongues and prophesied. There were about twelve men in all. Then Paul went to the synagogue and preached boldly for the next three months, arguing persuasively about the kingdom of God. But some became stubborn, rejecting his message and publicly speaking against the way. So Paul left the synagogue and took the believers with him. Then he held daily discussions at the lecture hall of Tyrannus. This went on for the next two years so that people throughout the province of Asia, Asia, both Jews and Greeks, heard the word of the Lord. God gave Paul the power to perform unusual miracles. When handkerchiefs or aprons that had merely touched his skin were placed on sick people, they were healed of their diseases, and evil spirits were expelled. Psalm 146 Praise the Lord. Let all that I am praise the Lord. I will praise the Lord as long as I live. I will sing praises to my God with my dying breath. Don't put your confidence in powerful people. There is no help for you there. When they breathe their last, they return to the earth, and all their plans die with them. But joyful are those who have the God of Israel as their helper, whose hope is in the Lord their God. He made heaven and earth, the sea, and everything in them. He keeps them every promise forever. He gives justice to the oppressed and food to the hungry. The Lord frees the prisoners. The Lord opens the eyes of the blind. The Lord lifts up those who are weighed down. The Lord loves the godly. The Lord protects the foreigners among us. He cares for the orphans and widows, but He frustrates the plans of the wicked. The Lord will reign forever. He will be your God, O Jerusalem, throughout the generations. Praise the Lord. Proverbs 18, verses 2 and 3. Fools have no interest in understanding. They only want to air their own opinions. Doing wrong leads to disgrace, and scandalous behavior brings contempt.